Radio. Standing strong with Fiji's vulnerable. An interview with Samiti Galawasa. So I'm joined today by Samiti Galawasa, who is the National Director of the People's Community Network in Fiji. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to be able to speak to Australia, who's been helping me for so long. <laughs> no worries. So first I wanted to ask you about yourself. Um, how did you come to become the National Director um, of your organisation? I've heard you have a wonderful story, so I'd love to hear yeah. it. So I'll begin with my, my background. I was brought up in a slum and I spent uh, 12 years on the streets. And I was lucky to have Father Kevin Buck, one of the Catholic priests who belongs to the missionary of the Secretariat, who was a missing father who came to Fiji for the year. He's still there and he spent 36 years with us. So he's the one that really changed my lifestyle. He taught me to not to give up and to push. And he said, in order to move forward, education is the way forward. So. I managed to go through all my trainings and then I went to the seminary, I did some studies at the seminary while thinking that I would become a priest but then I realized no, I think it's better to give back to the people what I've learned in the way that we can push for, for this. And then I became, I started off as a research assistant for what we call the Ecumenical Center for Research Education and Advocacy and later on I become the, became the national director, uh, the coordinator for economic justice program for that area. And then one of our program was on how to empower people. But then I realized, no, no, I cannot be just empowering people and accepting money from the organization point of view and thinking of the organization to grow, but not thinking of the people. Because that's it. So I decided to leave Acre and form our own organization called the People's Community Network. And my being a national director was a choice from the people. I didn't appoint myself. The people appointed me to be their national director. And it's a national director for the for 272, 274 informal settlement communities all over Fiji. So they are the ones that select it. And they, it covers 300,000 people. And our population, total population is just 800,000. Mm. So about 35% of the population wanted me to be their national director. And that's why I'm the national director of that place. Wonderful. Can you tell me a little bit about what exactly an informal settlement is? Informal settlement is basically people who live in a settlement who have no right to the land, who have no, no right in the way things should be done for them. They have no say in anything. They are passive listeners, they depend on outside assistance, and uh, they live a life of insecurity whereby you don't know where you, you will live there the next day or not. So they, they, they live with the hope that their land owners will have mercy on them and leave them, make them stay there for a while. So that's how they have no titles. Yeah, yeah. It must be a very vulnerable situation there if you don't know what's going to happen the next oh, day. Yeah. Or, 
Yeah, yeah. And how does the um, the People's Community Network assist people who are in these informal settlements? See, we, we are... I was... I was taught to be passive listener. So, people in informal settlement, they live in what we call the culture of silence. They're not supposed to question. They just accept silently. Whether it's right or, not, or wrong, don't question. Because I'm the boss, I'm the one that's giving you money. Mm-hmm. Listen. So what we did is we empower them to be able to stand up and challenge that status quo. Not in an aggressive way, but through a strategic non-violent way. We call it, we try and tickle the system and be able to work with them and find ways of them helping us. And so we empower them to stand up and to own to fit. We do social analysis for them to analyze the problem. And once they sit and analyze their problem, they realize that some of the problem they can solve themselves. They don't have to depend on government to come and solve it. They don't have to depend on PCN to come and solve it. They can do it. And then so we start off with small action plans. And now, it has begun, at the moment, we have built 152 houses for our the people and also uh, provide 8,000 8, people with secure land tenure and 100 families have moved from informal settlement back to their own land in the farm, lease farm, and they were given three acres each. Excellent. So thanks to Caritas for giving us that lifeline. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you've mentioned Caritas there and we're, we're in the Caritas offices at the moment. <laughs> so I guess um, explain why you're here and I guess how um, Caritas and how, by extension, Australians have helped um, the People's Community Network? So first of all, I'm here, one is to, for the project Compassion, and I'm here to, to help in the fundraising and uh, awareness and also raising awareness for people to know, for people to at least not help, not, but to at least reach out mm-hmm. to the unfortunate people like Fiji and like me, who can also be benefited from the good heart of the Australian people. And secondly, I'm just here to, to explain to the people, this is what your money has been spent on, yeah. the people like me. So these are, your money is not wasted, it's worthwhile. You're giving another person a chance to stand up his defeat. Yeah. Do you have any favorite experiences um, that you've encountered in your work? Any particular achievements or, or anything like that? Yeah, well, one of the biggest breakthroughs is one when people started to believe in themselves. We are the biggest network in Fiji because I have only 15, uh, 15 staff covering 330,000 people. That is 15 cities and two, 15 towns and two cities. So the number of my staff are very small. But the big network is that I have networks in all the 15 cities and the, uh, the 15 towns and the two cities. So I, I was able to reach out. People start to believe in themselves. So that was the biggest achievement. People are empowered to stand up and say to the government, and say to the people who've been exploiting them, enough is enough. And the second achievement is that when I work with the government, as I said, tickle the system with the people, not just by myself, with the people. We went to the government and we tried to tickle the system and tell, tell the government, see, 
don't treat us like problems. See us as solution to your problem. And treat us like a partner, two partners in development. So they may, we managed to do that. That's why they have they've given fund for, to fund the housing project in Fiji. And also give us land, about 450 acres of land for us to be able to house, uh, to, to move people from the, from the farm, from the settlement to the farm. So that's a big achievement. And also in the constitution of Fiji, we were able to put a clause there. There's no forced eviction. Mm. You have to move, follow the proper channel. Yeah. And uh, just recently, I think Australia will be realizing that few government is moving towards uh, regularizing few settlements. And that was the, the effect of project compassion on our work for the people of Fiji. That's wonderful work. Is there any, um, I guess you were sort of mentioning there a little bit there, is there any plans that you have, I guess, in, in the immediate future? Are there any, I guess, um, current or present challenges that you have that you'd like to address? Yeah, well, one thing is that I would like them to, I would like, first from the community perspective, I would like them to, to believe that, not to hope anymore, but to believe that this can be done that change can happen. Because sometimes if you hope for it, it's just like a dream. But I want them to believe. And I want the government not to feel sorry for the, for the people, but give them the opportunity to participate with them in making sure that Fiji is a hope for all. That's excellent. And it's wonderful to see, you know, that those little boxes that I've been growing up with since I was a kid, the Project <laughs> Compassion boxes, are going towards things like this. So thank you very much, Samiti, for, for all your work and for inspiring me and I'm sure inspiring our listeners as well. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. That was Samiti Galawasa with Standing Strong with Fiji's Vulnerable. To find out more about Project Compassion and Samiti's work, visit caritas.org.au And for more interviews, talks and shows, visit cradio.org.au